0: Lady, what is this? Hello, everybody,
1: and welcome to another Wednesday evening show and tell. Uh, we're going to get right into it because we actually have so many people waiting right. to show off stuff. The first thing I would like to show off is my very own Adam Savage and Jen Schachter. <laughs> no, just kidding. We have special guests, Adam Savage. Yeah. Hello. Uh, well, Hello, well known for testing and MythBusters and cosplay and with some really bitchin' handbags. Yeah. Uh, and also Jen Schachter is here. Yeah,
2: we're gonna bring Jen on okay, in, a in a minute. minute. So <laughs> Adam, you're the um, the show and tell this week. At least you're you're headlining here. So you're doing an event, Silicon 2020 Savage Maker Verse. What is that?
3: Uh, well, uh, Silicon is a pop culture con like any other pop culture con. We have celebrities, autographs, photos. We have studios bringing franchises. We're going to have an expanse reunion panel and uh, a bunch of other you know, things you would expect to find at a con. But where it intersects this channel is uh, about 5,000 square feet of our floor will be devoted to the Savage Makerverse, which is a full-blown maker space on the con floor as part of the con. And as far as I'm concerned, this isn't new this is just making official a relationship between makers and con attendees and cosplayers that has been going on since the beginning of all of those things.
1: Okay, so what kind of stuff can people do when they go to Silicon and the Maker v? Panels, there's shopping, there's booths, what art exhibits, What's going on?
3: All of the above. There are panels. We're going to have movie panels, uh, like I said, expanse panels, but also NASA will have a huge presence there. They're going to be talking about the pipeline to become an astronaut. Uh, I believe we can officially say that Chell Lindgren, who's part of Crew 4 right now, up on the ISS, will beam down to Silicon for a virtual panel from Whoa. the station.
1: That's cool. Yeah. All right, so like anybody who's into like science fiction, cosplay, um, fantasy, literature, movies, making and crafting, and then what Comedy kind of stuff books, is...
3: Yep, everything.
1: All the best stuff in the world. So what's what's going on at the Makerverse? You get this 5,000 square feet. What's going to be their tools, workshops?
3: Yes. So we're going to have, uh, there's going to be tables with lamps and craft paper, the types of things that make me want to get my hands dirty. You're going to be able to purchase different packs of Maker materials, or we can just give you some stuff. And there will be contests and show-and-tells and demonstrations by some amazing makers. Fawn Davis from Fawn Coast coming up from L.A. to talk about some of his favorite techniques. Uh, we have our own, and one of your favorites, Sophie Wong is coming on down. Bill Duran. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's a little bit of everything. And our main goal with all of this is to lower the threshold of entry to as close to zero as we can make it. You okay. wanna come and make, you are a maker, we're gonna provide you the space. And you of- have
1: to be 25 to 44 to attend? Is this good for kids,
3: <laughs> yeah. is this good no, for- this is Families, everybody. This is, okay. this is totally from eight to 80 is uh, what what our press release says.
1: Okay, awesome. All right. right. So let's say everyone who's watching this is so excited. Yeah. They want to go. When is this? Where is this? How do you get tickets? Jen, tell us.
4: It (laughs) is uh,
3: Saturday and Sunday, August 27th and 28th at the San Jose Convention Center uh, this coming August. Sorry, this is August. We're in August. Saturday and (laughs) Sunday. Time's flying. Tickets are at siliconsj.com.
5: Yes there's a big button as soon as you go there that says get tickets. That's where you can find them. Uh, we actually have, I think a special promo code for Adafruit, uh, to get 15% off for the weekend. So if people right. want people are yeah. in the area and they want to come hang out, it, definitely check that out. And let me be
2: clear. Adafruit in. makes no money on this. We just want to get the word out. So, uh, L-Lemore and I right. are longtime maker fair. Participants, I was one of the people who helped organize Maker Faire. And this is something that's been missing for so long in the intersection of these two communities. Like we see so many people using Adafruit stuff to make, you know, the, the Iron Man thing or this glowing thing or, yeah. you know, or our 3D printing um, projects. And so the, the combination of this stuff is, is fantastic.
3: I also want to point out to anyone that might think it's a zero-sum game that there's no way in which we have an intent to replace Maker Faire. I love and I miss Maker Faire, and as far as I'm concerned, uh, if I was doing this, I would be doing it commensurately with Maker Faire, you know what I mean? uh, There is plenty of room for everybody.
2: Yeah.
1: There's also a great opportunity, you know, folks who might be attending uh, like a local burn or something, you want to go to this, you can show off your costume. Uh, show off your products, show off your safe fire spinning using LEDs only. Uh, <laughs> any, other, any
5: other questions if you want
2: to? Uh, Jen, anything else for some of the logistics or any of the, the nuts and bolts before we um, sure. go on with the other folks? Um,
5: I, I would encourage people to go check out what's going on on the website because we have a whole list of different activities. There's going to be, like Adam said, there's a ton of different uh, workshops that we'll have. We're going to have like single ingredient uh, build challenges. So like we'll give people a length of wire and figure out what can you do with just wire in an hour or just cardboard. Uh, There's going to be a mystery make-off. I've got, I've been working on the boxes this afternoon. So mystery materials and a bunch of pro makers will face off and try to, you know, build something wacky out of things that they don't know what they're going to be in advance. Uh, and that'll all be happening in the Makerverse area so people can, like, build their projects, but also watch the pros show off and, and bring some really amazing things to share with people. That sounds fun and wholesome.
2: All right. <laughs> Adam and Jen, thank you so much. I know how much that goes into an event like this. Um, thank you for doing it. And oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and i know how many people um become inspired and then you hear from them you know years later they're like that's what got me started on my journey of making when i went to this thing oh. or i saw this person so a lot thank of you. great
1: memories thank you
2: so much it can
1: really oh. inspire next generations when they see this all it's like their wide-eyed yeah. amazement of like this is what yeah. engineering is it's fun it's creative it's interesting yeah the nasa thing so cool
2: that was a good that was a good idea
3: so much all that. I also want to point out that what's really amazing about Jen running this, this the, the makerverse space here is that Jen is not only uh, an amazing maker, but one of the things, Jen, that you make is community organizing. You bring groups of people into enthusiasm. You make makers. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> it's That's not really easy. exciting to watch and it's lovely to be part of. Yeah, it's
5: an absolute joy. This is like getting to throw a party for all of my heroes and friends, and <laughs> it's fantastic. Just- Speaking of I'm Jen, kidding. if you
2: could, if you could wave a magic wand and have someone who does like you know wearables or cosplayer or something, who who would you who would you want to be on the show and tell that maybe show something that they're gonna be uh, sharing at Makerverse?
5: I would think of am uh, Sophie Wong. She would be. Oh, Sophie Wong! What tonight. a coincidence! All right, well.
2: <laughs> Thank you. We're gonna bring
5: her on in a
0: second.
1: Yeah,
2: well, thank you so much, Adam and Jen. We're gonna get to Sophie and uh, maybe we'll uh, have you on. We're gonna be doing a bunch of promotions on the Adafruit site and community, Discord, everything. So um, hopefully we'll see a bunch of Adafruit folks at Savage Makerverse.
1: All right, thank you for coming by. And don't forget to check out the website, siliconSJ.com to get your
3: tickets. Oh, thank you guys so much. Thank you. you. Hi, Sophie. Hi. (laughs) I I just appeared. I, Sophie, I have some of the beautiful fabrics, the 3D printed fabrics you brought. They sit on my desk at home because I find I need them to be that inspiring to me. And I literally just got a new monitor for my desk and your cloth found its own new home on the desk. I'm so
0: happy to hear that. That's amazing. Thank you.
2: You're printing heirlooms. all it's right boys. okay exactly thank you jen and all right. thank you adam
0: all right
1: Sophie all right, so you're sophie. gonna be at this
0: thing
2: sophie hello
0: what are you gonna do with this thing
2: what are you doing there
0: oh my gosh i i just am so excited because just like jen and adam were talking about it's like all of my favorite worlds like coming together in one place. It's crazy. First of all, I'm gonna bring tons of stuff with me. Uh, so I'm hoping that people can actually see these projects that I feel like I've only been sharing virtually like in person. So I'll be bringing a bunch of my 3d printing on fabric projects, some things that I haven't even posted about yet that are, are um, kind of new experiments that I've been doing. Um, I'm gonna bring some things I've made and shown on show and tell before I'm gonna bring my space suit with my helmet. And of course, Hattie McHatface.
1: <laughs> <And, laughs> You're ready um, to get, go to the NASA program. You should show up to that talk with your space helmet.
0: I am planning to do that. That's okay. a great idea. Yeah. I'm definitely going to bring costumes. I'm going to wear costumes some of the time. I'm going to bring my Gedron costume, who is 99% done. Might be hot gluing her on the plane. I know he can't do that, but, you know. That's a standard con- calm thing to do. You're <laughs> finishing it in your hotel room. Exactly. I got to bring tools with me because you know how it goes. But I'm also going to be doing a workshop and it's going to be the I'm going to do like an in-person live version of the workshop that I did for Silicon that was virtual before. So this is the cyberpunk headset that we'll be building. It's a laser cut kit that I designed that has lights integrated into it and um here's what it looks like right after you build it so we'll sit down for a couple hours we will build this together and you will have this finished piece that you could actually just wear around the conference if you want to do that that would just make folks sign up this is gonna sell out everyone wants to learn (laughs) from sophie it's gonna be so fun it's So. so fun to build this and you know it's just built on snowboarding goggles the goggles come in the kit everything you need to put this together is in the kit and they're gonna have all the tools that we need and all the glue that we need just there, and we'll just sit down and build a fun cosplay project together. So I'm so excited Excellent. to do that.
2: I like that you're making. Uh, you have a workshop where when people walk out now, they're a part of the scenery at uh, a comic con. <laughs> yeah, it's like it just yeah. they, it, everyone's getting upgraded as uh, a. They, yep. they, they get more Your costumes. Exactly. All,
1: right, have, all right, we have a comment. My even game. somebody said they did the virtual workshop with you, and it was great. Everybody should attend. Jen also is a great host for workshops. So you got lots of.
2: Yeah, you have fans.
1: Charlene says plus 100, the workshop is awesome.
0: Oh, yay! Oh my gosh, it was so fun. It was so fun to do it. I'm glad that we got to do it virtually. And now I'm so excited that we get to do it again, you know, in person. I think it's gonna be just my dreams come true. It's going to be right.
2: so much fun. So all throughout this week, next week, and all the way up to the event, we're going to do some social media posts and more. I think you have some things that we're, we're posting up. So um, keep coming back. And then maybe after uh, Silicon Savage Makerverse, you can um, send us some photos or come back and maybe share some of the things that, that you Definitely. did
0: Definitely. We'll okay, do cool. a recap. That would be awesome. Thank all you. All right.
2: So, speaking of, we're just going to keep going. Um,
0: well, who else is involved in
1: well, this? Well,
2: I think Kevin from DigiKey has something to do with this, too. Kevin, what, what? is going on?
6: That, that is you? absolutely true. We are going to be at Silicon. We will have a DigiKey booth. We're part of the Savage Makerverse. We're going to bring products, products in the Makerverse that people can just take these products and add to their designs, add to their whatever they have, their helmets, their goggles, their wearables anything you want and we got a
1: request for leds neopixels
6: yeah i I saw that so we're definitely going to have to add those to our list i'll make sure it happens and we're also going to have a workshop on creating an arc reactor kind of like you you see on right here
1: cool just
6: using the circuit playground express and it's such an amazing platform that you can do anything with it just add a few more leds to it and you have your own iron man arc reactor
1: it's a it's a great example of how we can make stuff easier for kids and cosplayers and beginners, get people excited into electronics, and then of course Digikey is is a great supplier of electronics. One yeah. where I purchased my parts when I was starting out. Well,
2: up. we all have choices of where we can get electronics. I think people should choose places like Adafruit and especially places like Digikey because if you're going to get electronics from someplace, it should be the the entities that are supporting things like Comic Cons and um Savage Makerverse and Silicon. I mean, I think this is if I I think this might be the first time that a uh company like DigiKey has been in a Comic Con.
1: At a Comic Con, Right? Like, like this is
2: yeah this is kind of a big deal. Like there's there like there's there's a bunch of for the, for y'all who aren't in the industry, there's a bunch of giant electronic companies, but there's only one DigiKey,
1: and, and I they think. They tend this to go is, to only like the, you know, the silicon like not silicon like silicon SJ, but like Actual Silicon conferences where ST and NXP and Maxim show up. Um, But this is a place where we've been to those and it's it's, it's
2: very industry. There's nothing like Mm -hmm. this. So thanks for for, for doing this, Kevin.
6: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's one thing we strive on. Like we're not going to go to uh, Silicon and have a corporate type of a booth. We're going to have a fun booth, an interactive booth where, you know, it fits in with the crowd and it's just going to be great. We're really excited about it. Jen, uh, you talked to her a little while ago. She is incredible. She's helped us out every step of the way. So we're really looking forward to it. We're counting down the days. We'll be there. All right. Okay. Well, thank
2: you so much, Kevin. And, you know, we'll see you probably next week here. Sounds good. Take care.
6: Awesome. All right.
2: So we are going to get to some more folks. Um, we're going to get to Paint Your Dragon, who has a cosplay related project.
1: All right. So you're ready for the project to is get...
7: cosplay. I just I,
2: I had to wear a space suit. It's you know with, with Adam <laughs> and,
1: and you've and you've the, the,
2: This the... is how Phil normally dresses by the way. So and you've got the alien make, behind yeah, you. So, yeah. So uh, is this gonna be at uh, Silicon?
7: Well here's the deal I am going to be at silicon um not in official capacity just just with the rabble and um I'll be in costume not not the Kazinti the Kazinti I'll do next year. I'll have yeah. something else this year. I'll be kind of incognito, like Adam's famous for doing. But if you find me at the con, I will have a bit of Adafruit swag.
1: Oh, okay. okay so you have to identify the dragon.
2: You have to find them. And then if you find
1: and them. And then you- they have to say, I think I spy with my little eye, something that begins with dragon. And then you'll give them a, a free gift.
7: Then I mean, you got me Adafruit swag as, as long as it lasts.
1: Yeah. As, as, as supplies last. So that's uh, and plan. so what are you looking forward to seeing or doing at Silicon? Or some uh, cons.
7: It's just, well, cons have just been kind of non-existent for a couple years. I years. Mean, they're starting to come back and it's just getting back into that groove yeah. and being with my people, you know, just, uh, you know, science nerds and maker nerds and, and uh, comic people, it's just, it's fun. And I miss that and I'm looking forward to that part. Okay. All right.
2: All right. Well, thank you so
1: much. So you from the organizers, the promoters, the workshop holders yeah. and people who are attending. All of whom are extremely cool people.
2: <laughs> All right. So what's stopping
1: you right. from getting tickets?
2: All right. Thanks so much, Phil. Okay. Right, thanks, Philby. All right. We're gonna uh, continue with some more projects and more. JP, what you got going on this week?
8: Hey. Uh, so one, I have huge. Uh, jealousy and envy, because I'm not going up to the to the con this year, but I, I hope I can do it next year. We're too busy right now. Um, but so what I'm working on is, you might recognize these gorgeous little step switches that uh, Lamore got in the store. Thank you so much for getting these. Um, these of course remind me a lot of the step sequencers from Roland, like the 808 and the uh, 606 and some of the other ones that use a, a really similar looking switch to this. Um, and so I just wanted to start incorporating it into a project, figure out how you work with it. Uh, I found out you can actually put it onto a gridded protoboard. That's the type that doesn't have any connections because of the alignment of these uh, switches and their LEDs. You can't really put them on a, on a breadboard or a perma proto, but they will work as long as you hand wire them, which is what I've kind of done in there. I'm hiding that a little bit. Uh, and here I have it running with a Pico, and I'm just using it as a sort of a mute switch. So um, if I turn on my speaker over here... If I press a button, that means I'm letting one channel of sound come through. Oh, now we're jamming. That's nice. So I can throw in, uh, in this case, just four little tracks. So I've got some hi hats and I've got some little snare drums and I've got a kick and then this sort of bass line. And so it's just this fun, easy, uh, if you look in my window there on the synthesizer, there's a little panel called mutes. And that's that's all this is doing is triggering those four mutes. But you could configure it to trigger anything. Uh, I'm just using some MIDI CC messages, but of course, this would make a great little uh, four-key USB keyboard for copy paste and those sorts of things, or sending uh, long screeds as macro messages that you've uh, that you've already filled in. So uh, it's a little project I'm working on, and uh, and hopefully some more fun stuff will come out of having these. So thank you for stocking these. I love cool, it.
2: and folks can tune into your show tomorrow for all this and more
8: please do stop by tomorrow for John Park's workshop at one o'clock Pacific time.
2: Ah, Thank you so much, JP. JP. All right, Pedro, how are you doing?
9: What you got this week? Hey, guys, doing really good. We'll be back with uh, 3D Hangouts uh, next week. Um, This week, though, uh, oh, obviously, we have to say, you know, super inspired by, you know, all the uh, stuff going on with the con and everything. Remember watching, like, Movie Magic and then Mythbusters, seeing Adam doing all that stuff and... This is how I got here, so it's super cool to have you know, the next generation showing the next generation how to get there. So freaking right. super pumped. Yeah, maybe to show. Still oh, in
1: cool. Miami next year, maybe,
9: yeah, Orlando. Cool. Well, uh, Orlando, day. I'm not gonna,
1: yeah, go to Miami. <laughs> I'm <not> gonna <laughs> like, Miami. All right,
9: what project you got? This week? <laughs> so, uh, one that Phil, you've been wanting to get done for quite a while now, and all the yeah. projects that you want to do, Phil, there's like so many like meanings behind it, and this one is definitely. In terms of like, you know, preserving like history and like historical sites and stuff like that. You took a bunch of like scans of um like these cool statues. You want like this really cool museum. You wanted to yeah. do like a guide on how to do like low poly versions of these. So that, that's what this week is about. We have a cool little guide on showing what apps to use, how to use them. And uh, for quite a while we've been trying to do like the LiDAR stuff. And we talked about this like with the um with the printer own like action figure one, and it's just pictures. You know, I think we were going down the wrong yeah. path of trying to do it like the lidar and all that. It's just photos that turned out to be like so detailed, especially like cool things like this, where like they're just giant statues. You can't really. Yeah. and that's from so, like a
1: local park, so right? So
2: anyone with their um, so, super phone, you know, their iPhone, can go to geez. a museum and um, take pictures, or even use you know the the face recognition feature yeah. um, through an app. And you can mm-hmm. print these things out and have a piece of history um,
9: that you can have at home. And Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, oh, it's it looks really good. so beautiful. And like you were saying, no, these are unfortunately this is like at a restaurant that's you know you can't really get into You need like a month for reservation to even get in. So a lot of people can't you know experience how big yeah. and you know giant. But these in are and video
2: and... games. If you design video games, you can scan something in. I, yeah. I scanned a um, the twenty six hundred. Uh, hacker van last exactly. week, and then exactly, um, been, yeah, it's and then really this brought is brought home
9: when you before. when with your line of saying you know it's not gonna last forever, and I yeah. see the news you know like these giant historical you know statues being destroyed in Iraq and Mosul. It's like oh my god. This yeah. is like a way to preserve that. I see like National Geographic's just did a scan of like Stonehenge. So it's like, dude, this is, yeah, something that's what cool. people can do. You don't need a super phone. It's just regular pictures. You don't need any depth. Yeah. You don't need a censored in it. or
1: anything. Phones yeah. are good you enough.
9: Can they can do a lot.
2: Phone. Yeah. And this was a scan of a 2,500 year old, uh, Buddha statue, a Zen master yeah. statue that's at the Rubin museum in New York city. Yeah. And, um, I scanned it and then I'm just like, Oh, I wanted to like have my own version and like do kind of a, an artistic exactly. twist to it so I had this like low poly uh, mm. version that I made and the ribbon museum saw it and they're like this is cool like this is what we want we want people to, to experience the art and share it and, and kind of have their own take on it too
9: and that's one point I forgot to put in the video where like museums could you know print these out and sell these and make you know sure because
1: or just share you could them do with fundraising just or whatever to- yeah, well, there's exactly. all these students in schools that have access to a 3d printer and like we yeah. don't need more Yoda heads. We do
9: not need more Yoda heads. Exactly. Yeah, it's getting so that stuff that's in your, you know, your area, your neighborhood because you're right. It's not going to last forever. If it's going to change, you want to, you know, preserve that memory and have yeah. you know, the accessibility wise, you know, people can touch and feel these. Yeah, if it's a giant then,
2: statue. I like that you made a lamp out of it too because you can add electronics exactly to it. the
9: thing. Yeah, yeah. So it, this is just like you know, you do cutie pie with a BFF on there, and you can just print it hollow. Yeah. This is an accidental light light. This is a glue in the dark filament. So you can put like a timer on there. So when it goes off, it will just stay yeah. for a little bit. That's so, a, a 3d of-
2: scan of Maitreya, the future Buddha. So I think it's fitting that there's Neopixels in it. So
9: <laughs> yeah. All so right. check out the guide. Uh, we show you how to use blender, you know, completely free open source. So you can find out how to clean it up and then a uh, shout outs to Andrew sink who made an excellent, um, uh, app, web app to allow you to do like the low poly yeah. features that we used on all of these so um definitely check it out and he has a guide as well on uh scanning yep. like miniatures so two ways, uh, to learn. Two different uh, approaches yeah on well we
2: wanted to support scan. the author of that tool totally, so yeah. um we sponsored their project and we also uh sponsored yeah, yeah. a guide for them to do so. Super cool yeah so all check right.
9: out uh, check out his web app yeah awesome thanks, thanks so much pedro thank you pedro all
2: right we're gonna um we're gonna have an extended version of uh show and tell this week so everyone we're just gonna get to everyone uh, cause you're just going to all watch that's going engineer right afterwards. Anyways, um, we'll go to Scott and then we're going to go to Jeff and then we'll go to Liz. And then, um, I think we're going to go to Joey cause he has a, a product in our store and we'll get to Deborah and Mark. So we got a lot of folks ahead,
10: but that is all good. Scott, what you got going on this week? Hello. Uh, before I forget, I'm doing Deep Dive on Friday. No, uh, it's so back. So guy guys Yay. taking vacation and was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm on vacation. I was like, well, I, I can do it. So all right. I'll be doing a Deep Dive as well on there. Um, so check that out. And I'll give you kind of a preview. I've been working on getting what I the CircuitPython 8 has a title bar, which is like all the status you need to see at the very top of the screen, but it's also at the top of like your terminal if you're connected. So I've got uh, three quick screens. Uh, First, we have a clue. You can see that there's BLE status up at the top. Mm. And then the second thing is the code uh, file that's running. So you can see that code.py is running. And then kind of trailing off the screen, there's the version. Um, I've got a big long version, but the smaller actual ones should fit. Um, Second, I've got an edge badge. This is also running this new title bar code. And this has an import error. And the title bar now says the line number, the at line number, and then the type of error. And then you can see the version number there again. Mm. Um, The challenge of this is that you don't know how big the screen is. um, So you want to put the most important information uh, kind of furthest left. Um, And then lastly, so that was NRF. The previous one was, or that was ML and NRF, and now we have ESP. So this is an Odroid Go. And This is kind of what motivated uh, the title bar stuff in the first place. Is you can see that there is a uh, there's a an IP address at the top, um, and you can see it's done running code, and uh, there's a little bit of a new thing there as well. It has the unique IDs printed out um, for the boot out text, which is a request from the Thani author. Uh, so thanks to them, and uh, I'll sneak that in in this next change as well, and. Uh, Sneak peek! I think this is what Joey's going to show off too, Ooh. Uh, which I got one and I haven't had it. I put it together, but I haven't had the chance to play with it yet. So, all right, deep dive Friday, two p.m. I'll probably try to get going a little early because it's been a little while. So, okay, make all sure i right. get going by two.
1: This is one of your last chances to see Scott do a video before he goes on a little bit of leave. But he'll be back, yep. and uh, we're going to do another video series, maybe a different one when he returns.
10: Yeah, back in probably in January, we can talk about that on Friday as well, but in January is when I'll start streaming consistently again. Cool. All right. All right. Thanks so much, Scott.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Scott.
2: All right, Jeff, what you got going on this? Hello. week? Oh, this is
7: the toughest act to follow in a long time. What a what bunch of great people you have! But anyway, it's a Jeff um,
2: sandwich right now. You're right. You're right in the middle, so you're you're, the, right. you're the most important part. You're like a, a slice of cheese or lettuce or tomato. I, I am cheese. All it's of true. this
1: work that you've seen builds on stuff that you've done. Like Scott couldn't have done that right. O-Droid or terminal stuff if it wasn't for the ESP32 work that you did to to get it running. You were like the first person to get it running. So yeah, well, thanks. Uh, that core work is, is essential. We stand on each other's shoulders in a weird kind of circular shoulder standing thing, <laughs> yeah. which I don't
2: know well, if- so, This is like skateboarding, we're all doing our tricks. So yeah. uh, what well, what, uh, what trick are you doing I'm this week? Up
7: more stuff for folks to build on. So this is a development board from Espressif with the ESP32 S3 and the camera, and I've got it running. CircuitPython and getting 15 frames per second from the camera sensor right here onto the display and I'm really stoked because this has come a long way in about two weeks. We did an implementation of camera a year ago and we decided to kind of completely revise it so that we got better support across uh, the expressive boards that support cameras and it's really shaping up there's a pull request out there. Uh, So in a couple weeks people will be able to try it out pretty easily.
1: Yes, right. and if the ESP32 S3 is interesting because there's actually an AI coprocessor inside there, and Espressif, um, they have like cool stuff like facial recognition, like you can program in a face, and, and that will be something that, if may not make it into CircuitPython, but an Arduino will be possible, so I'm excited to check out um, some of the capabilities of the S3 camera peripheral, yeah, they've really improved sure. it.
2: All right, thanks so much, Jeff. All right, thanks,
1: Jeff. All
2: right, so we're gonna go to Liz and Joey, and then Deborah, and then Mark. So,
4: hey, Liz, get your projects
2: ready. Liz, what's up to this week?
4: Hey, how's it going? Uh, this week, I worked on kind of a synth project palette cleanser. Um, it's a MIDI to CV converter, so it has a Cutie Pie RP2040 in here in this uh, skull sandwich, um, and that's sending out a gate uh, output and a 1V OCT, which is a pitch as voltage. So. I have it plugged into this Raspberry Pi that I use as a USB MIDI host. And then I've got this MIDI keyboard here talking directly to it. So, uh, And then this gate and 1vApt is going to my Eurorack since it's off screen. Um, so I can play some arpeggiated chords. And it's coming through Castor and Pollux. So
1: you're, you're you're playing, just because we can't see, you're playing, oh, yeah, sorry, your, yeah. you're playing keys on the keyboard okay. Yep. That's being converted from USB to
4: to, uh, to USB MIDI. MIDI going into QtPy uh, pie running Circuit Python, which then sends out a gate signal when a note is played, and then um, sends out 1V/oct depending on the the midi note number. Uh, you know, what we have to do.
1: We have to eventually get USB host working, and then you can plug this the synth directly into that 1V/oct uh, uh, converter.
4: That is a dream of. We'll fun.
1: do. We'll do that when Scott gets back. Gets back into USB host.
4: Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so there's a learn guide for that. If folks want to build that um, skull is optional, but um, I think it makes it a little extra snazzy.
1: Can you show, can you show it with the cables unplugged? So people can oh, yeah. see adorable so, eyes. Yeah, Cause that was the thing that was like, that, that totally convinced me that this was awesome.
2: It's very gratifying. You just like plug <laughs> yeah. in. The,
1: hey. Yeah. have your little Synth friend. Yeah. Um, adorable. I love that you, you know, you put on a proto board and then you design this 3d print thing to fit it you know so it goes it was backwards than how usually people this is a
2: great time to be alive you can design and make all this stuff this is this is possible
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) all right very cool a very useful synth tool when uh, interacting with your racks or older synthesizers so
4: yes definitely super handy all
2: right thank you liz all right have a good one all right Joey, Joey, welcome to the show and tell. This is kind of, a, hey, a product
11: this, is like, mogul. this
2: is a celebration uh, show and tell <laughs> well, this week. Congratulations. You have a product in the Adafruit store now.
11: Thanks so much. Yeah, y'all, yeah. y'all I was wondering when, uh, yeah, like I, I shipped these to y'all and now they're in the store and folks are getting them. It's, it's really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right, so
2: how yeah, did it like, happen?
1: <laughs> tell us, tell us what's about what.
11: Yeah, how did you, ad?
2: how did you get here? What happened? Pitch it.
1: <laughs>
11: so i mean it's a it's a feather wing which i feel like feather has always been like my home like i feel like it's like anytime i was reaching for a project in my early days feather was like the platform it's portable it's battery powered it's just a really great form factor and um yeah uh, this was like kind of the start and then you uh lady Ed, you did a uh Desk of lady Ed's piece uh, great search where you were searching for an lcd driver this was back in february and i saw this piece and thought wow that's a uh, I've been working with LCDs because of the sensor watch, obviously. And I thought it'd be cool to make a feather wing that did some LCD oriented stuff. And the rest, as they say, is history.
1: <laughs> so how did you get this custom LCD made, right? Cause it's a custom design. That's why it fits and, and looks so good.
11: Yeah, it, it is. So uh, I basically, I designed it in Affinity Designer, which is kind of like Illustrator, but um, you just kind of buy it once. And uh, it's, it's vector art. And I was able to reach out to some LCD fabricators uh, based out of China and, that was just through Ali, Alibaba. And one of them put together a quote, and I was able to just have them fabricate 1,000 of them for me. And it was actually not like that. It was a is you know, isn't the... too
1: bad, right? Because it's only, I mean, like, I'm not going to ask the pricing, but it's usually only a couple dollars for an LCD mm-hmm. module. So a thousand, you know, if you're, if this is a successful product, it's a good investment.
11: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it didn't feel like it was like such a huge minimum order quantity that I was like, you know, <laughs> taking out a loan or something. It's just like, yeah, this is like, I feel like I can put this thing together and see how it goes. And I mean, so far I think people are really engaging with it. I think it's a really cool piece of display tech.
2: All right. And then as a, um as a maker mogul now, as a, as a kit manufacturer, um, how was um, putting these together, test jigs, packaging, like what were some of the things that you needed to do? Um, Cause it's easy to, well, I'm not going to say easy. It's different <laughs> making one thing for yourself than, you know, sending 50 to someone to to be a reseller of.
11: Totally, totally. And uh, I mean, this is one of those things where I feel like, again, this is really kind of an Adafruit inspired joint here because uh, like I'm just going to tab over to this uh, other tab here. I built a test jig to uh, kind of do my my testing and my uh, all this. And that was based on a learn guide that y'all have have published. And also uh, every week I'll do the New York City factory footage. And I guess, you know, I get to see, how y'all put together products, how y'all put together testers. So, yeah, I feel like uh, I I tweeted this earlier today. It feels like y'all kind of taught me how Adafruit makes things just by sharing your process and sharing what y'all do, and so I feel like I've learned a lot through that, and that's how I was able to put together. Yeah, this, uh, I also like this that you've learned. Itself.
1: You know, you're not. We like we've really changed how our testers have been designed over time. So I'm glad that you get to skip all of that early. Like it worked, <laughs> yeah. but like you could only. You know, it would break really oh, quickly. A lot of
2: folks think we make a, like oh, a nice we one. make electronics, but the the real thing that we're working on, the bigger picture thing, the longer term thing, is making other makers who then make other makers, who make other makers, who make other makers. That seems to be the theme tonight with, um, Silicon and uh, Adam Savage's, uh, maker Um, all these things are to help other people get inspired and make things. Um, cause like now you have a product, now you get to have that experience and then someone's going to pick that up and that's going to probably start them on their own journey and they're going to look at you for inspiration. So it's a full circle. It's a full all circle. right. So, okay. um, Available in the Adafruit store, and uh, if folks want to support uh, Joey and Adafruit, you can get a twofer. And just wait till Ask an Engineer tonight, and um, you can use a discount code. Sweet.
1: It's gonna be the star of the show.
2: Yeah, that it, it is. It, oh. it is the star. It is a star product of
11: the show. Touched. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks, y'all. So thank you, nice you so much, and thank you for sharing all your process because it's. Uh, I wouldn't be here without y'all. So, okay, all right.
2: thanks so much. Joey. Thanks, all right. Jerry. Next up. We're going to go to Deborah, otherwise known as Geek Mom Projects. How are you doing? Hey, so good to, you.
12: good to see you. Hello. Good to see you too. Thank you for letting me on in a little yeah. bit of overtime. I'm, um, there was so much here today. That's awesome. I, am, I know, right? I'm totally excited to attend Silicon. Yeah. Um, now I'm like, now I'm hell bent and determined to find Phil, um, whatever he is wearing. So that's um, right. I'll take a clue, <laughs> if anybody knows. Um, but yeah, the project I'm going to talk about because, and by the way, I'll be at the Alpenglow booth because um, Carrie from Alpenglow is going to be selling um, some stuff there, some of my stuff, some of her stuff, and some, a new um, wearable product that's a project that's a collaboration. But um, that is not what I um, came to show off. So it's actually the 3D print with LEDs earlier, the statue, is awesome because there's no better um, accessory for 3D prints, and then, oops, hang on, let me take off, take off the headband, not the, not the, um, can you see my, can you yeah. see my, yeah, yeah well, so, so uh, this is 3D printed LED headband, and I'm super happy with the way it came out, um, and what's even better about it is it's, um, it could be certainly used with, um, it could be used with, um, any kind of Bluetooth board and an IMU, it's using the, um, Zhao Sense board, because it has a built-in, IMU in it. And one of my favorite things about it, it's um, it's got an NRF52840, and I can use, I love your Blue Fruit app so much, always have, because I don't know how to code an app, but I don't have to. So I can switch. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is why we designed it. I was like, I yeah. don't want to code an app either. I just want to have yeah. a control yeah. panel like this. Exactly. So I can switch between animations using the animation. Um, and just briefly, uh, the color picker lets you send different colors to um, some of the patterns, but the the part, the one that I'm actually super happiest with, um, and oops, let me go back to, I'm doing this upside down from my vantage point, if I can get back to the, yeah, is I use the IMU, if you'll notice, if, oh. if changing pitch, the, um, the LED spread, and changing roll, they always stay on top, so it's like a level for your head. That's funny. <laughs> and my son said it would help me keep my head on straight, which I really Good. Ah. So, Um It was, was a really fun make, and thank you guys for the awesome Blueford app, because it was a all, all right, right. Uh, thank you, for,
2: thank you for sharing all your projects um oh, you do such a fantastic job getting people interested in doing led art wearables and more thank you thank you so much Everett.
12: thank you for making it easy i appreciate Aww. it i love
1: the all necklace right. too that's so okay. cool Does everybody see her at silicon she's going to be there as well all
2: right so this show was so bright you have to wear shades mark <laughs> play us out
13: hey well this is a Really tough night to end on, uh, just with everyone. I, I think seen. this is going to work out, though. <laughs> yeah. So I want, I've want i showed these glasses off before with the googly eyes um, that I now have actual irises in, which don't really show up on camera, but look really cool in person. But the other thing is, I just published a guide on how to make these just before the show that I'll post in the different chats after this. Oh, cool. So yeah, this has been inspired by pretty much everyone I've seen on this show. Like, y- I'd see where they came from to where they are now. And just knowing that, hey, this is a path that any of us can take. Yeah. And then, I don't know. <laughs> I am using googly eyes are just fun, so. Yeah. These little all right. entertained <laughs> for hours.
1: Well, I think, I think you speak for all this of us. We are, wide, yeah. we are wide-eyed with excitement. And um, the future is bright.
2: The the vision we can all have.
13: Yes. Thanks. Now I just all. have to go rewatch the show with actually seeing it and not just listening.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mark. And keep coming back. <laughs>
13: thank you, Mark. Thanks a lot.
2: Okay, everybody. That was an epic show and tell. Thank you so much for coming by this week and showing sharing your projects. We're here every week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to be doing Ask an Engineer. In just a few moments. Special thanks to Adam, Jen, everyone who's working on... Silicon, Adam Savage's, Makerverse. Um, We'll have more information on all our social media platforms. You can go to siliconsj.com and uh, we have a discount code, Adafruit. Um, We have nothing, we don't make any money or anything. We're just trying to help out, get the word because this sounds like a really fun event, um, as you can tell. So imagine the show and tell, but times like thousands. It's so, like coming at
1: you. Yeah, like everywhere.
2: so um, we'll see everybody on Ask
0: an Engineer. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for coming by. Thanks, everybody.